Hey, it's Murphy Houston. It's Mile High Magazine. Hope your weekend is going well and you're doing what the deed is, you know, these days with the COVID. Wear the mask, social distancing, washing the hands. That's the way we can stay as safe as we possibly can. And today I'm excited to talk about City Park Jazz. I love City Park Jazz. And I have Dave Flomberg, the PR, Marketing, and Social Media Director with me. Dave, how are you doing? Uh, keeping safe uh, and healthy so far, knock on wood. Thanks for asking, Murphy. Well, for those that don't know, and I know because I've been to many of those jazz events down there by City Park, oh, it just you can't beat it. You've been around for 130 years. For those that don't know about City Park Jazz, talk more about that history if you could. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, City Park first started drawing people as a, a you know cultural destination, like you said, about 130 years ago. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we have pictures of folks on the website, cityparkjazz.org, where you see them in their Sunday best, you know, almost Victorian area, hanging out down by Farrell Lake. In 1986 uh, is when City Park Jazz officially got its start as uh, as an actual, you know, established summer event series. Um, since then, uh, we've grown to 10 Sundays every summer. Uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. in the park, right at the bandshell there, uh, right by the pavilion. Uh, And over the course of those uh, 10 Sundays in the summer, uh, we'll draw as many as 100,000 Coloradoans. Because I don't want to say just Denverites, because we do have people driving down from Fort Collins and up from Pueblo on a day to come hang out. Um, It is the single most diverse event, I think, in Colorado. And uh, and it's all local. It's all local music. It's all volunteer run. It's uh, it's an incredible celebration of community, and uh, we are uh, proud uh, to be honored um, board members to uh, help preserve its legacy and keep it running. And it's free. And it's one hundred percent free. <laughs> I know, you bring the family. You just hang out in the park. You bring a bring a picnic basket. Throw it out a blanket. And, uh, enjoy hanging out with ten thousand of your closest friends, family, and neighbors. Oh, there's food trucks. You see, you see all kinds of people down there, don't you, Dave? The people watching um, is tremendous. It's truly tremendous. It's a really great reflection reflection of the neighborhood, City Park neighborhood, which is highly diverse. Um, and that's one of the reasons I've been such a big fan of it. I'm an East High alum. I you know grew up in spitting distance from from Farrell Lake, going to high school at East High and. Um, and nothing really reflects the character of Denver more accurately than uh, a Sunday evening at City Park. Oh, that's true. I, I got to ask you, because you're an aficionado in this kind of business, what was the music like when it first started 130 years ago? <laughs> what was that jazz like? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I think you'd be a little bit more uh, inclined to see the barbershop quartet. Or, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> a little, Maybe a little ragtime player, if you were lucky, mostly probably some... Uh, some classical uh, quartet, string quartets, things like that. But it's, it has survived. And talk about the music a little bit. What are we going to hear down there? Because it's it's pretty diversified as well. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of the great parts about, about City Park Jazz is even though jazz is in the headline, we use the term fairly loosely, but the point is um, to celebrate what jazz means and stands for with the, the sense of community, of improvisation, uh, of the communication that happens between musicians on stage. We have a fantastic talent buyer in Andy Burkha, who's also one of the owners of the Oriental Theater, one of the last 
uh, privately owned concert venues of its size, theater venues in Colorado, in the Denver area at least. Um, but Andy is does a great job creating a really diverse lineup, dipping into every possible nook and cranny and cultural uh, contribution to the music in City Park Jazz, whether that's Afro-Cuban or Latin, straight ahead. Uh, there's been a lot of brass bands last few years. That's been popular. Um, uh, bebop, cool. Uh, ska has made its an appearance. Uh, you know, there's been pretty much any kind of uh, style of music that can we can fit into that category. We do, and it's uh, and like I said, it's all local. All the musicians are well paid, which is something we pride ourselves on of not. Um, for, you know, asking musicians to show up and do something for free, which is a common event in a lot of other places, uh, because the exposure is huge for that crowd. But we know how important it is for these musicians, uh, you know, their livelihoods in so many cases. And uh, we take that very seriously. As you should. And, and Dave, I'm glad you brought up. I wanted to talk about the diversification because in the title, City Park Jazz, if people don't like jazz, they might not make an effort to show up. But there's so much other they can enjoy in a beautiful evening on a Sunday at City Park. They really, if you've never been down there, gosh, I just, I don't know how, what more I can say to urge you to try it out. And it's for the whole family, right? Isn't that right, Dave? Everybody's invited. Absolutely. It is, it is, has been always a family friendly event. Uh, we, like I said, pride ourselves on a really diverse roster of musicians um, and, and bringing really the best of what Denver has to offer in terms of music that we can, we can categorize and jazz at some level. But, you know, it's it, a, lot of, a lot of swing underneath it, but there's plenty of stuff that, that will uh, grow past just what you consider jazz if you're someone who hasn't really paid attention to the, to the, to the music itself. Talking to Dave Flomberg, who's the PR Marketing Social Media Director for City Park Jazz. And Dave, I can real, really feel your passion when you talk about it. So, Maybe talk more. Why is City Park Jazz? Why does that matter to Denver? Why is it something we should all take in? You know, this is a great city. It has so much to offer the world, and that's the reason we have been on the map for, you know, what, a decade, two decades now is one of the best places in the States to move to. Uh, one of the reasons is because Denver has a much more rich history uh, in the culture and arts that people, I think, give it credit for. You know, the old Five Points area downtown and the Rossonian and the history of jazz in the city is, is significant. That coupled with the fact, and like we mentioned earlier, is the diversity of the crowd. The people who show up, it, there's there's a sense of unity that I don't think exists in a lot of other places. You got to go to real small town America for that kind of sense of, of community anymore. And even when you go to real small town America, you get a lot of people who look the same, who come from the same background in the same uh, streets, the same beliefs, the same kind of uh, homogenous upbringing. You don't have that at city park at city park jazz. You have, a true cross-section of what it is to be a denizen of Colorado, of Denver specifically. And uh, I don't think I'm saying anything people aren't aware of. Today, we could use a little more of that unity. We could use a little bit more of that, 
event, the kind of events that bring people together, because it's been a pretty rough few years in terms of divisiveness in this country. This is the kind of thing that does that. It truly celebrates the beauty and majesty of Denver, of the Colorado outdoors, um, the uh, the music, the art, uh, and the and the community. The community is the big is is the is the crux of all of that, and that's why we have the tagline a celebration of community. That's the forefront. Jazz is the vehicle that gets us there. Jazz is the cross-section of music that brings everyone together, that families can expose their kids to, that they can feel safe, that their kids are going to see great music that's not going to be anything that creates acrimony or celebrates a message that isn't positive. Well said, Dave. Good words there for sure. And we know you are, I know you are, a nonprofit, and many do. How do you raise your money? Yeah, that's uh, one of the reasons I'm really grateful for you having me on today, Murphy. It's uh, We are a complete 501c3 nonprofit. We get no money from tax dollars at all. This is a labor of love for the board of directors. Uh, we are all volunteers. Um, the only people who get paid are the concert staff who actually work it. And in that case, it's really just... Uh, you know, sanitation, um, the uh, musicians, and uh, the the sound engineers. Everyone else is pretty much volunteer uh, who's putting on the event. So we get our funds from basically three sources. We have a few grants. Thankfully, uh, SCFD is one of those. Um, Those kind of just are a drop in the proverbial bucket. The uh, other place we get it, the other two places we get our money from are uh, corporate sponsors, of which we have a handful who have been uh, wonderful to us over the years, and we're always looking for more corporate sponsors, and we come up with great uh, creative ways to celebrate uh, their contributions to us, whether that is uh, a VIP area or uh, a way for us to share our audiences online, etc. And then the biggest way is the donations, the buckets. We send out a bucket brigade at the intermission halfway through the show. Right, right. Uh, and we ask everyone to drop a buck or five or ten into that bucket. And then, uh, you know, that those three things cover our operating costs year in and year out. Can they uh, donate online, Dave? They absolutely can. If you go to cityparkjazz.org, uh, you can see uh, right on the homepage, the top right-hand corner, there's a donate button. Um, once you click on that, you can donate on our website. Uh, and uh, and all that money, like I said, it's 501c3, so as tax deductible as it can be, uh, and uh, and you're you're supporting this incredible event that brings so many people together in Denver, Colorado, for sure. And I imagine, as with everything, COVID nineteen has really impacted City Park Jazz, hasn't it? In, indeed, we had to shut down the season last year. In fact. That's what brought me back. I was on the board for a few years. I stepped down to pursue some other things. And um, they had, you know, the last year was a tough one for the City Park Jazz Board. They had a lot of turnover uh, as far as the board of directors. But the other thing that they did, which really knocked my socks off, they did this when I wasn't on the board, was the board made the decision to pay out every one of the musicians they had contracted last season even knowing they were shutting down the season. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that was huge. And when you look at the fact that the board, that the the musicians in this city don't make money unless they're on stage, you know. That's right. Recording is is next to impossible to make money anymore, and that's with a label behind you. Unless you're on the stage, 
you're not you're not making a living. And a lot of these musicians and the, the bands that show up, this is their full time gig. So when City Park Jazz as a board decided they were going to go ahead and make do on the contracts, which have you know the clause in there to not pay if there's no event. They went ahead and made that payment. What they, that, that said to me is that commitment to the, what the community is uh, matters enough that I needed to get back on the board and do what I can to help. Absolutely. Uh, help that keep going. Good move on your part, Dave. So here we go into 2021, a couple of weeks away. What's going to hold for City Park Jazz in the future? Yeah, that's a great question, and we're still trying to figure that out. We are, at, as of right now, we are planning to move forward as though there will be a season. Uh, and we will be in the park. Um, we're going to have to figure out what that looks like, uh, what kinds of uh, precautions we have to take, et cetera. Uh, and we are fully prepared to uh, move into an online-only season if that happens as well. Uh, either way, we will continue to provide uh, the music and the exposure to the incredible talent on the Front Range, uh, or you know, the entire state of Colorado that exists. Um, we're just going to be uh, much more prepared to deal with it uh, this summer than we were last summer, for sure. So if people want to get involved, or maybe you need volunteers, or if they want to donate money, which obviously they should to keep such good music flowing throughout the, that park every Sunday evening, what should they do? Where can they go? How can they help? Yeah, we have all of that stuff on our website at cityparkjazz.org. Uh, you can donate there if you're interested in being a corporate sponsor. Uh, you can uh, contact us through the website and just drop us a line and tell us you're interested, and we'll work with you. Uh, we're still putting together our packages for 2021, understanding that we may have a couple of different tiers, whether or not we're in person or online. Um, and, uh, and if you're interested in being a volunteer, you can also reach out to us through the website as well, and, uh, and we'll be uh, taking everyone's information and, uh, and adding to our volunteer brigade. We have some wonderful volunteers who have been with us for, you know, more than decades. Um, and that is always a great fun for them. They come out, they get their free T-shirts from us, and uh, we'll cover their lunch from one of the freight food trucks that show up, of which we had, you know, more than a dozen of those. Oh, yeah, the food trucks are the best. Yeah. I love the food trucks. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, you know, Scoobins, Biker Gyms, like, we've had some great stuff. Out oh, there. yeah. And, the, and we'll, we'll cover that for the volunteers, too. But it's always a great time for them. They love, you know, just seeing their neighbors, sure. collecting to, collecting the buckets, uh, the donations in the buckets, and being a part of the event. Give us the website again, Dave, before I let you go. Cityparkjazz.org. Good luck in 2021, my friend. Dave Flomberg from City Park Jazz. Thank you for coming on to Mile High Magazine, and uh, best of luck. Always a pleasure to chat with you, Murphy. I hope I get a chance to do so soon again. I'll track you down out at the uh, – would you start having them out at the park again? I'll see you. Well, I'll be there. Okay, sounds yeah. good. And you guys need to hang on to Mile High Magazine. We'll take a little – a real short break here, and we'll catch up with Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health on the COVID situation in the state of Colorado.